117 of Shailen on Batman. We have Kyle Davis at Looting Kyle from Twitter. Yo, on the podcast, and Drew Keys, who What's is up? our writer for www.shailenonbatman.com. We're going to do a trailer breakdown, a lot of stuff to talk about. We have the Titans trailer, we got Shazam and Aquaman. This is post San Diego Comic Con 2018 WWE panel. If it sounds like I'm talking really fast, it is because I am talking really fast. I am super excited about everything that we saw at the WB panel. We're not going to talk a, a lot about, you know, the other things, you know, Fantastic Beasts 2 or uh, the Godzilla Kings and Monsters thing trailer that was dropped or Lego Movie 2. I mean, we're kind of talking about it now, but we're not going to, like, go in depth. Uh, we're going to break down the trailers. However, before we have to do we before we do that, you know, as important as that stuff is, and that's our bread and butter, it's what we love to do, the trailer breakdowns, it's famous. We we have to bring some sad news. If you are aware of nerd culture, if you are a part of that culture with us, you know that John Schnepp has been one of the cornerstones, one of the one of those people on the Mount Rushmore of fandom for for many years. I mean, if you've watched Collider, Collider Heroes. You know, he did The Death of Superman Lives, What Happened. We had him on the, like, our Lords of Film episode where we talked to him about The Death of Superman Lives, What Happened. And at the very end of that episode, he, you know, he really surprised Tom with the Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Um, so with that being said, it is sad to announce that, unfortunately, you know, this is always, you know, a hard thing to do, that he tragically passed away. Uh, two days ago of a, of a stroke. And, you know, if you want to you know, help Kali out, there is a GoFundMe for it. They've raised about $130,000. Their, their goal is one fifty. So it's just, I don't really know what to say. I just know that, you know, he was huge in the community. He was always so kind and so generous. And it took us like nine or ten months just to get him on the podcast. But, you know, with his scheduling, he was always really nice to me, you know. And so was Holly. You know, we kept at it. We, I was constantly emailing them and tweeting them. And they were always so generous. They took time out of their day just to ch chat with us. And it's just... An absolute tragedy, and it was poetic. I don't know the right word for it. I'm not trying to be, you know, you know, sarcastic, but there was some poetic irony to the fact that he passed away during the week of San Diego Comic Con. Maybe that was fitting. Maybe it was, you know, how the stars aligned. You know, we we don't know. Kyle, what do you, what are your thoughts on all this? Man, it was it was really sad to hear the the news, and I, I can only imagine. Uh... How his family is going, his handling the whole situation, but but yeah, it it always really sucks that you know even though he's involved in all these various projects, he is a fan like all of us. He he enjoyed 
every aspect of the comic book industry and being involved and kind of getting everyone else excited for all these various things. So it's always really sad to see him leave. And especially for uh, people that are a part of the Collider community, you know, they're probably used to hearing his voice every day. And all of a sudden he's not going to be there. They're not going to hear his voice every day. So, um, yeah, sad, sad news all around. And uh, definitely I'm hoping the best for all of his family and friends. I'm never good at talking about death. I've never been because it's so final and it's just the finality of that person. You're never going to be able to, you know, talk to that person. But for me, you know, having him on the podcast was one of the highlights of my life, Kyle's and Tom's life, because he is a part of the corner of fandom that's not hyperbolic or vitriolic. He's always so kind and always so generous with his time. And, you know, for a brief moment in time, our paths crossed. So it's, it, you know, as unfortunate it is, I'm happy to have gotten to know uh, John Schnepp for the brief seconds, for the brief moments that we had. Drew, do you want to finish this off? I'm going to jump yeah. into the Titans trailer. Uh, I mean, Schnepp was one of those guys for a long time where it was an everyday thing where I'd hear his voice, you know, because he was on AMC and he's on Collider for a while when I was still watching those those channels regularly. And I, I, my only real interaction with Schnepp was we had a very long Twitter conversation after Amazing Spider-Man 2 as we kind of mourned with each other over how terrible that movie was. But he was definitely someone who he, 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 he was an advocate for nerds everywhere, I think, or sweaties everywhere. Uh, and it's uh, always sad when one of our own leaves us. Um, we, I saw, I can't remember who tweeted it yesterday, but our, our community, the nerd community, the geek community, uh, isn't necessarily poor for losing him, but we were richer for having him. So he will definitely be missed. Yeah. So that's, it, it just is unfortunate. So let's jump into Titans. Let's do this. All right, so we haven't done this in a while, so if we want we want to remind you how this goes. We're going to be reviewing and breaking down the Titans trailer, uh, Shazam, and Aquaman. If you are new to this, what we do is we we ask you to sync up the Titans trailer, or if you just want to listen to us break it down, that's fine as well. But usually we just have you sync up the Titans trailer. We're on YouTube. We're going to have the sound on just a little bit so each of us can hear what's going on there's uh there's some uh awesome dialogue in titans some amazing there's some amazing music in the aquaman trailer and then we just had a good time you know watching shazam i don't think kyle have you watched any of these trailers other than titans i've only seen the titans trailer so you guys will begin my first reaction to both shazam and aquaman so I explain we explain this every time before we do this. This is something that Roger Ebert would do. He'd have a film festival out in Utah or Colorado. And at any time a fan would be like, stop. He would they would stop and they would have a conversation. It could be 10 minutes, it could be four hours, just on a scene or a moment in a movie that he was showing. So it's important to kind of keep that going. And we are excited to be doing this. It's been a long time. We haven't done this since Justice League. And Kyle, you haven't done this since Wonder Woman, I don't think. That's, that's right. I didn't watch any of the Justice League trailers. I forgot about that. So this is going to be, uh, we might be rusty, but we will get to it. 
So go to I'm gonna have, we're gonna have Kyle do the countdowns. He's gonna be in charge of time and everything. And so we want what we want you to do is go to the Fight Titans official trailer. I'm on YouTube. It's it was published by comicbook.com. Not sure why Warner Brothers or the DC streaming service doesn't have it, but apparently <laughs> they still haven't figured this one out yet. You know, I, I like that uh, that dislike ratio they have going on here right now. The dislike? What's the dislike? There's oh, 46,000 thumbs up and 35,000 downvotes. <laughs> you think people liked it? Uh, no. <laughs> there, the, we'll have our like our overall thoughts on it. We'll, so we'll get into get, that. <laughs> so we're at absolute zero. Kyle, you do the three, All two, right. one. When I say go... We'll start the video in three, two, one, go. So first up, following traded trailers rated MA for language. And then th she's in the I'm confused though with this trailer already. So they're in the, the circus of the flying Graysons, but this that circus is like the smallest circus I've ever seen. <laughs> And we had our first look. At <laughs> you know, Gotham doesn't have room for a big uh, circus event, you know, clearly. And I'm going to say this. This music is absolutely horrific. <laughs> I think this song, I, I'm pretty sure this song was cut from the Fifty Shades of Grey soundtrack. It was cut. They didn't make the cut. It's so bad. We see Robin jump. Jump down, he's kicking he's, ass. He's stabbing people, breaking their necks. Good stuff. Good stuff. Fuck Batman! This fall! <laughs> so wait, does that mean... Does that mean fuck Batman this fall? You don't know what I've become. This music is so bad. Pretty violent, not gonna lie. You know, just gotta make sure you understand that it's rated R for edginess. You mean, is it MA or R? Since it's a DC TV MA, TV mature. My mom says there's no such thing as monsters. I used to think that. Oh man, that dialogue's amazing. Not. Titans. Exclusively on the DC Universe streaming service. Which you can pre-order for 75 bucks right now. <laughs> All right, let's get back to it. We're going to start that. <laughs> All right, yeah. We, we, <laughs> we're, we're pooping on it a bit there. So if you like the so, trailer, we apologize. If you like the trailer, <laughs> we apologize, yes. Kyle, what did you think of the trailer overall? I know we usually do like it, a like mini review after, but it sounds like across the board, no one, you know, that's doing this trailer breakdown of Titans likes this trailer whatsoever. When I first heard that they were making a Titans TV series, I was actually pretty excited because I've always been a fan of uh, Titans and Teen Titans in various forms. Uh, so getting to see them make a return to the screen was pretty exciting since all we've had lately is Teen Titans Go for that kind of fix. Uh, but it doesn't do anything to get me excited. Like If anything, it makes me less excited for it. It seems like it's kind of cheap and tacky and doesn't really do justice to the source material at all. 
Uh, it almost seems like they're getting mixed up with what characters, how characters are supposed to react, how they're supposed to be in a traditional sense. I don't know. It, it just seems like the whole thing may end up being kind of a mess. <laughs> True. Go for it. Uh, I'm in the same boat. Like Titans should, to me, this was something I was really excited for and looking forward to seeing our first glimpse of. Uh, it feels Teen Wolf. It it, it feels less Teen like... Wolf. Holy shit! <laughs> it 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 just looks it looks corny. It looks melodramatic. I feel like I know exactly what I'm getting with it. Uh, basically, take take all the drama from the CW shows, add Titans, and there's your Titan show. So yeah, not necessarily excited for it and. I'm I'm okay with a darker edge to the Titans. That doesn't that doesn't necessarily bother me, but it almost feels like they're just pushing to say, "Look how edgy we are," and that's not really doing it for me. I have issues with the overall presentation. I'm still excited for Titans. I'm not as of right now. I'm still not you know keen on spending seven ninety nine a month, or you you spend seventy something dollars and you get the first three months free. Which is all cool. Like they finally announced what it was. I was hoping to be closer to five, you know, four or five bucks, but it's seven ninety nine. Um, this trailer doesn't really whet my appetite because of the ex- overall execution of the trailer. The music is awful. You don't know what's going on. You don't know what the series is about. You know, if this is just supposed to be a teaser trailer, that's all well and good. But it, how they presented the trailer. This is supposed to be like a theatrical trailer. If you if you were because we watch trailers all the time, this felt more like a theatrical trailer. Here's why we want you to buy into the DC streaming service, and they fumbled. I didn't like this trailer, not because of you know the fuck Batman, not because you know I, I thought that the production lacked a sort of uh, you know, I'm trying to think of the right word. Like, it, it doesn't seem like there's high production value. I have no issues with that. I understand that there are an up-and-coming studio. That's fine. However, the execution of the trailer, the way that it was edited, the way that they used the music, the way that you don't know what this story is about. You see flashes of characters, but there's no context to that. You see, you, you know, it it doesn't work for me on that level. Whereas, you know, the two trailers that we're going to see later really does work because you get that context i thought that they should have came out you know swinging for the fences and they just you know they bunted that's my opinion of it so let's just jump right back into it i don't want to spend too much time on it because i i'm afraid that people are going to shut this episode down before we get to the shazam and aquaman trailers because i really love that i know drew really loves that kyle hasn't seen that stuff yet so let's just do a quick you know jump through it we're going to stop at some cool stuff that we both like on the tr- on this Titans trailer. So we're back at absolute zero. Kyle, knock it down with the countdown. All right, let's do this in three, two, one, go. Stop. So we're at like seven seconds. All right. So is this is this supposed to be like a memory? She had a memory of like the the, because as she's walking in, we see the flying Graysons. But to me, if you're gonna do a circus scene, shouldn't this be like very grand scale, like we got in Batman Forever, or mm-hmm. what we got in Batman the Animated Series, or 
uh, you know, in the comics, you know, Dark Victory, those, you know, to me, like... I, I think what we're seeing here is low-budget syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but I'm just, I, I'm I think she you... did say, like, she had visions or something, so this is kind of what she's seen in her mind. It's like some kind of psychic connection with Dick Grayson or something going on, but... Yeah, I mean, it, I I agree. It, it it definitely doesn't strike me as being the kind of circus that a Bruce Wayne would show up to. Yeah. Or you know, just is this in Goth? Like this has got to be in Gotham, right? Because that's where the the flying great, right? Is this yeah, right? unless I mean, he decided to change it? That's I mean, that's the story. Is the the circus came to Gotham and Bruce are they Wayne out in the middle of nowhere? Like it's just there's like I said, there's no count. Like there's too much. <laughs> They're out okay, in the void, middle of nowhere. <laughs> All right, let's do this, Kyle. Countdown. Let's do this in three, two, one, go. Hello? So it's, it's got to be a memory then, right? I, I think so. Almost like she's going there after everything's happened and she's going like, to. So we're visions. at 20 seconds. So we get our first glimpse of Dick Grayson, played by Brendan. Is it Brandon or Brendan? I think it's Brendan. Brendan Thwaites. I don't know how to pronounce his last name either. Mm-hmm. So Ooh. I I like I like the idea of him being like a detective, a police officer. He's not really in Gotham. He he's not supposed to be in Gotham, right? Like that's the, the character breakdown. They're somewhere else, like San Diego. They're out west. I don't know. They're somewhere else. they're not in Gotham. That's what I'm told, right? Is that correct? I haven't heard, so I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm I'm honestly not sure either. But I know like he's a police officer. And he's been that's the game. He looks good. I like the look of him. I I don't uh, dislike him as Robin. Like maybe I disagree with the way they're actually going about this, uh, having Robin in the show, but I don't really dislike him as an actor being Robin. Yet we'll we'll see. <laughs> I need to see like an actual episode before I can actually really determine how I feel about it. Right, and I'm I'm all cool with that. I know this is a trailer. We're not trying to shut on it. We just think that it's. It could have, you know, when you're trying to get, you know, people to subscribe, you, you know, you do what they did with the Punisher. That trailer is amazing. Yes, you know, yeah. with that Metallica song, you know, like the the music in this trailer to me was what really put me off to this as a whole. It's so bad. They could have, they could you just imagine if they would have, you know, done like, you know, another Metallica song, you know, like nothing else matters or one, you know, they could have gone Godsmack because it kind of has this rock and roll vibe to it. Just the music doesn't work for me. So Here, let's here's get... an idea. Bohemian Rhapsody from Queen. <laughs> <laughs> People love that. <laughs> it, it worked for Su- Suicide Squad. <laughs> yep. Yes, it did. <laughs> All right. So let's do this again, Kyle. Three, two, one. Go. I love how she says, you know, he's the boy from the circus. And we see that the, you know, the very famous scene of the Graysons falling to their death. You see the Robin R for the first time. Stop. He's a little jacked. He is jacked. We're at 35 seconds where the Robin symbol is thrown into like the brick. Very reminiscent of Batman Begins. Where they and Batman v Superman, where you see the bat, uh, the battering, you know, thrown. So that's very interesting. Drew, thoughts on this? I didn't know that Shuriken should have rounded edges, but apparently that works. <laughs> <laughs> Safety mechanism. 
Kyle. That that's a letter R. <laughs> so, I mean, I, yeah. I guess it I guess it fits, you know, just, just in case you didn't realize he's Robin, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, let's get back to it. Three, two, one, go. I always like to go beat up some criminals when I'm angry. Man, this song is so bad. <laughs> Stop! We're at like 54, 55 seconds. That scene was a lot to take in. <laughs> Thoughts on that scene? Thoughts on the use of the F word in that sequence? Strangely, that it doesn't bother me as much as the him stepping on a neck, yeah, yeah, blood splatters that don't really need to be there because yeah, we get it. He's beating them up. It just it it's just way too much. And I think you throw you throw the f bomb in there, and it's just like okay, now you're just adding on just to add on because you just want to be edgy. It's a little little over the top. Um, yeah, I, I'm more. Thrown off by the fact that Dick Grayson is just murdering people with guns and stepping on their necks. I'm, I, like, I don't even care about the, the fuck Batman as much. I mean, yeah, you want to be edgy. You want to appeal to that edgy crowd. I get it. I get it. It just feels out of character for Dick Grayson in a way. I, I'm curious to see where... I'm, I'm really curious to see where the character is at his point in life at the beginning of the show and see if he goes on an arc to where... He can have an understanding because, you know, the interesting relationship with between Bruce and Dick is that at one point they were friends, they were pals, they were partners, but then their relationship became very strained. So I'm curious if they're going to play on that emotion of that strained relationship. And if they do, are they going to have Batman or Bruce Wayne in the series, you know, make an appearance in the series at all? What are they going to, you know, reference, you know, famous comic book stories, you know, if they have a strained relationship, shouldn't Robin actually be Nightwing at this point? I'm it's I'm curious what, what they're going to do with that. I, I I have, you know, minor issues with the, the idea of this show being uber violent because it is Titans. It's also but really I'm, weird that they go that direction considering the Teen Titans Go movie is just hitting movie theaters and that's like the complete opposite of what this whole trailer is. It's all like very fun, happy go lucky, kid friendly. It's like for those that want more Titans, here's this. It's like, whoa. Discard little skinny for life. It's very it's interesting. I'm curious. The violence isn't pulling me in. I already watch a very violent show called Daredevil and the Punisher. I was hoping this would be a little bit more lighthearted. I don't want it to be campy over the top, you know, like Shaz what Shazam's going to be, but that fits for Shazam. I don't know if this, if, you know, th th them going the exact opposite is going to work for this show. I'm curious, though, where, you know, Dick is at in his life. You know, is Barbara Gordon going to play, you know, a factor in the relationship being strained? You know, is is Dick going to have a relationship with Alfred? It's there's a lot of questions, and like I said, they didn't show a lot. They should have shown a little bit more. Dick really get get you, you know, excited. I know that the show's coming in the fall, so 
I, we're going to watch it as best we can. We'll see what happens with it, but let's continue on. All right. Three, two, one, go. There's something evil inside of you. You're scared. I get it. But you can control Beast Boy! Yeah. Starfire! Hmm. Did I just see someone like blood in there, like coming out of their mouth? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes when I feel the dark. If you blinked, you missed Hawk and Dove. So. Yeah, they were just in there really briefly. My mom Stop. We're at one thirty-three. Quite possibly the cheesiest dialogue I've seen in some time. <laughs> Really hammy. Really bad, guys. Really bad. My mother told me not to believe in monsters or, you know, monsters don't exist. What? What is this? Oh, my. Well, can, can we just get this over with? This is can not we... the DC comic universe we're in. I'm pretty sure monsters aren't real. <laughs> just saying. Pretty sure. It's such a trope in superhero movies anymore where it's like, oh, this stuff isn't real. And then we've seen it so many times we kind of we can buy into a world with superpowers and demons and stuff it's not that big of a leap anymore i mean you have a character who uses mind powers you have starfire and i know it's a it's a trailer but they could have done a better job <laughs> where the hell is constantine when you need him Oh, or Dead Man? Could you imagine if that if they had those characters in this? Then I can get, then I'd be all good with the violence. Right. But Titans, I don't know. <laughs> Alright, that's we're at 133, Kyle. Three, two, one. Go. I was wrong. God, that song is horrible. <laughs> Titans. I like the logo. I like the DC Universe logo. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. I can dig it. I can dig it. So okay, so want to do a third pass or just like no? I, uh, I don't know if we need to or not, but we can just kind of uh, brief, kind of wrap up our thoughts here. Uh, before we before we actually do that though, uh, what do you think of the other actors and actresses they have in this? Like, I mean, we talked about Robin a little bit, but uh, like Raven, Starfire, Beast Boy. How do you feel about them? I I dig the like the their looks and everything. Um, but they're, I, I needed to see more. I needed to see more. So yeah, Beast Boy and uh, Starfire definitely got pushed to the, the side a little bit in favor of the others, but we'll see how, how that turns out. Hawk and Dove are probably the ones I'm most excited to see outside of Robin and to not get any of them is a bit disappointing, but Beast Boy looks okay. Uh, for that one shot he was in, Starfire looks okay. Uh, visually, I don't really have a problem with much of the characters and their designs. It's just kind of, uh, like Justin said earlier, just the presentation is just really strange. It's madness. Madness! <laughs> All right, so can we get to something that we actually enjoy? Shazam. All right, we can move on from Titans and get to Shazam! So if you want to go okay. to the official... Warner Brothers Pictures YouTube channel. They'll have our next trailer on there. The official teaser trailer for Shazam. Comic-Con dropped it. 
what are we like an hour and a half removed from it being on Comic Con? So uh, let's, let's see jump how, into. Let's see how many views it has. It's already at four hundred and ninety thousand views. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, I I really love this trailer. So let's get. We're at absolute zero. Aquaman has more views than it already. Just saying. Just throwing it out there. Let me hold up before. Let me make sure I'm on the actual official Warner Brothers page because I don't think I am. Mm, nope, I'm not. <laughs> nope, I'm God. not. Look at this man not supporting Warner Brothers. <laughs> nope, I can't find it on the Warner Brothers. I even Shazam comic on the trailer. Warner Brothers didn't pull up. So I'm just going to be on the page that I was on and we'll just start at triple zero. Or I could share it right there. Nah, I'm too lazy right now. <laughs> fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. <laughs> all right, so if we're all there right now, synced to zero, and if uh, for those listening are not, definitely give uh, go ahead and pause the podcast real quick and get there if you want to follow along. Uh, but if uh, if you are there, we can go ahead and start it in three, two, one, go. Okay, so... I don't know a lot about Shazam. What's what fictional city is he supposed to be in? Does anyone know? Uh, that's no? a great question. I mean, it, it depends on the era because there are some areas where he's in Metropolis, but I really don't know. So a lot of this is going off of Jeff John stuff. So that's I'm love. Of... I'm so far. I'm loving it. It's at Christmas time. Hell yeah, I love Christmas. Aquaman T-shirt. Don't buy it. I love the diversity of the cast. It's like, funny. Dark, you're a disabled foster kid. You've got it all. <laughs> if you could have one superpower, what would you pick? Battering! Everybody Superman! You know why? So they can fly away from this conversation. No, because heroes fly. What, you need your fake family to stand up for you? You know, I do love this scene, even though it's a trope in a lot of these kid movies. I love this sequence. He's on the subway and shit gets real. Hello? This scene, sequence kind of reminds me a lot of the Power Rangers movie, Kyle. I can see it. Shazam? Looks so cool. It's me, it's Billy. What is happening? You're the only person I know that knows anything about this Cape Crusader stuff. Can I? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, right? What are your superpowers? Superpowers, dude? I don't even know how to pee in this thing. <laughs> I dance in Shazam. It's always a good time. Your phone stars, your phone stars. <laughs> He's charging everyone's phone. You're like a bad guy, right? Mark Strong. You have full immunity. I'm <laughs> You're dead. <laughs> Sorry about your window. 
Run for not getting robbed! Oh, hey, stop, I'm a superhero. Ah, oh, this movie looks so much fun. All right, let's do it. Let's get down to it. All right, all right, all right. Let's get back to it. Hold on one second. I get it back back to this double, triple zero. <laughs> Sorry, folks. All right, here we go. I'm excited for this. We had triple zero, everyone. Yep, sir. All right, ready? In three, two, one. Go. You run from foster homes in six counties. I can take care of myself. When you're Wait, stop. We're at like seven seconds. Did he just steal a car? And was that a cop car? He's definitely getting into a car, but it didn't look like a cop car to me. Okay, so he stole a car. Awesome. And I assume he's in the principal's office, right? Would you assume that he's in the principal's office? That looks fair. Yeah. I mean, it kind of looks like a principal's office, but I see... Oh, it has to be because I see some sort of name tag. I see a bunch of smiley faces. That one, that one like... Uh, not going to lie, that one uh, mug that's sitting on the table, and it looks like a Lego mug, you know, with the smiley face... Oh, dude, like a lot smiley of, face, yeah. Is there something with, like, smiley faces in Shazam? Because I see, like, a bunch of, like, coins or something with smiley faces. I see a ball with a smiley face. The principal could just like smiley faces. <laughs> I mean, I'm all good with it. Like, we need more smiley faces in the world. But I was just <laughs> confused. So, like, in the background, there's a hang in there, baby. Like, this looks, this, it looks, I'm liking the bright colors and everything so far. The colors um, is a big thing, for sure. Been a kind of a lack of that until this point, and I'm digging that he's wearing like a uh, burgundy jacket, even though it's winter out. This kid needs to be in a parka. You know, they filmed in Toronto. I don't want this kid getting sick. So back to it, Kyle. Three, two, one, go. Andrew, if you want to stop at any time, just say stop. Because that's what they're giving you. Really Hold up, stop. Is he wearing an Aquaman shirt? We're at 22 seconds. Yep. Yes, he is. That's <laughs> awesome. He's wearing an Aquaman shirt. My kind of kid. Yeah, can he be my friend? <laughs> okay, let's get back to it. Three, We're at 22 seconds. Two, one, go. They seem nice, but don't buy it. It gets real Game of Thrones around here. Messing around. You look at me and you're like, why so dark? You're a disabled foster kid. You've got it all. <laughs> if you could have one superpower, what would you pick? Oh, stop! Battering! For 39 seconds. Okay, so if the rumors are true that Affleck is not in any more DC films, why would they use the Batarang? Curious thoughts? Just to tie it in back into the world, I guess. Like I'm all good. I'm all good with it. Like, show me more battering. Show me the Batmobile in this film. I'm just curious about the thought process. Have the Batmobile drive by randomly at one point. <laughs> how, <laughs> how easy is it to find those those batterings in this universe? <laughs> you just pick I, one. I mean, I think Barry Allen has one. 
true. <laughs> did he go? Did he have to do that from Gotham City? Like, did he just like I'm in the Gotham City? Let me just find some batterings later. Out. Let me just steal a police car and go to Gotham City to steal a battering for Batman. Let's do it. Could you imagine if it was like Pokemon Go and like they were looking for batterings? <laughs> they have like a little app on their phone. Like, oh, let me catch this battering. <laughs> oh my God! There's a Wonder Woman lasso over there. <laughs> Could you just imagine that? Like, how awesome would that app be? Like, like you gotta, like, 20 million seediest, downloads. You gotta go to, like, the seediest parts of Gotham City to get these. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're that... walking past, like, prostitutes and meth heads <laughs> in the court of the street. You're like, oh, God, battering. Oh, dear. <laughs> okay, let's get back to it. All right, starting at 39 seconds in three, two, one. Go. Stop, Superman. Certificate of authenticity. Is that okay? What is the authenticity like? And is that is I that want, sequ- I wonder if that came with the battery. I'd be curious too because I see. I see. No, there's like a button or something in that bag. I'm seeing a lot of Daily Planet stuff. I see one. You got Gotham Free Press on top. You got Daily Planet. Is that is that what that says? Gotham Free Press. I can yeah, mine's so like Goth- super Goth- dark. Yeah, Gotham Free Press Goth- is the the Press. first one. And then it looks like Daily Planet. I see another Daily Planet. It says something. I don't know what that last one is. Congress. Well, that I mean, has to be from uh, the zero thing. The attack with Zod. Because I yeah, see the bottom- like the whatever that thing was, the world engine. Yeah, the world engine. The bottom one looks like the, the zero zero event, and then my guess is that Daily Planet, that's second to the bottom, C-O-N-G, is probably talking about the Congress thing. from. But it's Superman's Earth. real agenda, and then like oh, the next yeah, one yeah. says something about LexCorp. Yeah. My, my guess is that's Batman versus Superman when he appeared before Congress and stuff like that. So it, it's sense. definitely tying all this into the universe. But what is, what is authentic? I want to know. Why didn't they explain this in the trailer, Kyle? I mean, my first hunch was that's how that came with his battering, but maybe, maybe not. Because uh, I do see like a like a button or something in that bag, but I don't know what that would be from. Maybe it's a bullet. Maybe it's the bullet from Martha and Thomas Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, son. He's straight up well, OG. We, we did see it hit the pavement in slow motion. <laughs> we did? All right, we're at- yeah, in BBS, the very beginning. Oh, I remember BBS. <laughs> remember? Oh, I yeah. remember Martha. <laughs> All right, we're at uh, 30, 40 seconds. All right, resuming in three, two, one, go. Choose flight. You know why? So they can fly away from this conversation. No, because heroes fly. Stop. So we're at 49 seconds. Okay, so I have some thoughts on this. I'm definitely, I'm not a big fan of, you know, when they use tropes, you know, like we've seen, we've seen bullies in tons of movies. However, I do like it that Billy is willing, like we haven't gotten to that point yet, but I'm, I'm digging that Billy's like, you know what? I hate, I hate bullies. I'm going to use this weapon to bash these bullies faces in. Like, I'm cool with that. Drew, are you cool with that? I'm cool with it. No, I'm I'm totally fine with it. I, I think it, it's a it's the perfect reason to want to be the good guy when you get your powers. Right, right. Like, it's, when it's you're dealing with a kid, it, it, there's not a whole lot that can actually like 
bother a kid. You know, it's like what his problems are, you know, mainly folks around school and interacting with other people. So, yeah, bullies are kind of like they're they're a trope, but they're a trope because they make the most sense most of the time, you know. So I'm I'm fine with how they're how they're handling this. I'm good with it too. I I know that you know you can't really you can't really go like any forge new ground on like you know school bullies, but it is cool that they're kind of like we're setting up the hero from the beginning as someone who doesn't you know put up with that sort of nonsense. He already had the drive to be a hero before he became the hero. Right, I'm digging it. Kyle, you're so good at the at the it's like poeticness. I've, it's like I've done this before. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, resuming from 49 seconds in 3, 2, 1, go. Fake family to stand up for you? Hey. Boom! Right in the face. Boom! Right in the Ooh. knee. And then he runs? Oh, I they were chasing him. They're chasing him into the, the subway. So they filmed this in Toronto, correct? Or Vancouver? I think it was Toronto, right? Somewhere up in Canada. I choose you. It's Pokemon! I choose you! <laughs> you fit a lot of Pokemans in that bus. Subway cart. I like that they actually did keep it still focused on the subway like uh, the original story. Didn't diverge from it too much. Shazam! Stop! We're at 135, where you just, you see the, you see the arm and it's lit up. I'm really excited for this sequence. I know they're kind of giving it away, you know, a little bit too much, but I'm excited. Because I, you know that there's going to be, you know, a little bit more to it. You know, thoughts on that? Um, I love it. I, I, I love it just from the standpoint of one I think if this were a sequence of like someone on the level of Batman or Superman or even Flash getting their powers, I, I could understand holding back on it. But you have to you have to let people know who Shazam is, honestly. So I'm digging I, it. I like the fact that they're kind of like, okay, here's here's a bit, and you know, kind of acknowledging, yeah, it's it, it's it's corny 1940s, 1950s kind of stuff, but we're we're just gonna roll with it. Feels like Power Rangers, right, Kyle? Like that sequence does, of Power. Yeah. If only they would have had Brian Cranston to play this character. <laughs> Get Brian Cranston to be the wizard. Yes. <laughs> That'd be uh, so badass. One thing I'm happy that they're doing here is they're definitely emphasizing what makes Shazam stand out from, say, Superman, for example. I know a lot of people I've talked to. I asked them how they're feeling about Shazam, and they're either like, "Oh, I don't know anything about Shazam." Or they're like, isn't that the guy that has like the same powers as Superman, basically? It's like, sort of, but not really. This is what makes him different. And they're really emphasizing that in this. He's a kid. He has like the mind of a kid. You know, he's, he's a little immature in a way. So him kind of discovering the powers from the wizard and then just kind of like getting all excited and giddy about it. It's, it's really going to help people understand what who Shazam is and why you'd want to find out well why why you'd want to go see the movie and find out more. So poetic Kyle. I'm gonna go right quick. <laughs> uh starting from one thirty six in three, two, one, go. 
I love how he looks at himself. Like, what just happened? Oh, I'm so Stop. buff. Stop. Where he has it, the don't screen. <laughs> uh, does he just have like a Sharpie in like his in his Shazam costume? Like, don't screen, don't do it. He stole a marker from the cop car. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I just love I just love the reaction. I'm digging the house too. This looks actually like a house. Yeah, I want yeah, that looks... little white rabbit hat hanger or whatever it's on the wall right there. There's a white rabbit hanger. There's, what it's a, like where? a to the left of the window. Oh yeah, I see it. But I'm digging like the parsley, the bay leaves, the sage containers. This looks like my mom's house. They get the herbs. And they got like a bread. They have like they a got bread. a bread box. This is the best house ever. I know. <laughs> they got there's the kids doing dishes too. Thank God he's doing some chores. Like kids <laughs> don't do chores anymore. They got the coffee machine to the, to the left. It looks like they just got done having pie. Yeah, this, this the, actually reminds me of my grandmother's house a lot. Dude, the, there's a bread box that matches everything else. <laughs> good, good design, good design. I'm digging the production design. <laughs> Whoever did this, is dead. And, and like you see, like the little Santa Claus. It looks like Santa Claus salt shaker. There is a little Santa the, Claus sitting on the windowsill there. I know. It's, it's. I love Christmas. I love Christmas superhero movies, except for Iron Man three. Um, <laughs> we, we don't talk about that. There was an Iron Man three. <laughs> Yeah, um, there was. Uh, it was called Avengers. <laughs> there is this movie where you thought this really cool terrorist was a terrorist, and then you come find out that it's not a person. <laughs> Sounds some terrible. I know. I'm glad they never made that movie. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Okay, 142. Let's do this. Three, two, one, go. I'm loving the cape action. Now that we're actually seeing the costume in motion, I'm really digging it. I'm digging it too. He got so buff. No, I was gonna say, you know who else I'm digging? Zachary Levi. Stop! He's dancing. He's doing the floss. You know what I love is you said that as you're like, I'm digging Zachary Levi, and he's he's dancing like Conan O'Brien. <laughs> it seems like he's having a lot, lot of fun in this production. I think we're at like two minutes. Like I'm one fifty nine. Yeah, I'm at the moment where he's like cocking back to punch the wall, like in Batman Year One. I'm seeing him having hips of a god. (laughs) Shakira? Shakira. That's not Shazam. That's Shakira. Wait a second! I'm watching the wrong trailer here. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I'd watch that movie too. So okay, so we we're at I'm at I'm back at 159. We get like a full like peek at the Shazam costume. Like it's far away, it's well defined. I'm digging the colors. It's very comic accurate. They didn't shy away from using the hood. I was hoping for a little bit more electricity. Not gonna lie, but I can I can dig this. I can dig this. Thoughts on the suit? Since this is, don't, I, don't, I don't worry. Know if I'm Once hair. he starts fighting who, whatever the big bad guy is in this, it, there'll be electricity. There'll be plenty of it. <laughs> um, I love, I love the costume. It, it looks ripped right out of uh, the New Fifty Two Justice League books for me. It, it looks perfect. It, it looks like it's popping straight out of a comic book. I'm digging it. It looks so good. I'm digging his gauntlets. Too bad, it did, too bad the, they didn't have like little like spikes like Batman, though. I know that's not Shazam, but still. 
That'd be badass. For sure. Uh, ready? We're at 159? All right, ready in three, two, one, go. Punches the wall. Super He's strength. He's got super strength. <laughs> it's, so can we stop it at 211 so he's videotaping so that to me remember in man of steel where he uh where we see superman like try to fly for the first time yeah that was like a funny version of that if if you think about it what it actually reminds me of is the scene from the first rainy spider-man yes which strangely enough has the shazam reference in it but that's, that's what it reminds me of him trying to shoot the web in that movie that's kind of what that sequence looks like him learning how to be Spider-Man. That's exactly what I was thinking, too. God, apparently I'm not cool enough because I wasn't thinking of Spider-Man. <laughs> I'm just... that that the, the villain in that movie, Willem Dafoe, was so forgettable. He should That should have been his own face. But that's another... another <laughs> for another that's time. for another podcast. <laughs> so we're at... We're, are we all at 211? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so... Is there a reason, do you think, that he has the camera to, you know, test all this stuff out? Like, does he really need to video record it? Or is this kind of like a found footage kind of movie? Justin, you're not hip with the kids nowadays. You have to vlog everything. I, I just thought it was everything. like found footage. This would like, be the what? hottest Instagram post of all time once, once it's all done. <laughs> is Kylie Jenner going to, like, thumbs up after this? It's going to be... <laughs> He's gonna be like dating all the supermodels and all that. Like this kid's gonna have it made. All right, we're at two eleven. Resuming in three, two, one, go. Stop! Too many teeth. He's sat with the phones. He's like, your phone's charged, your phone's charged, your phone's charged. Why can't this be a real life thing where, like, I can point at my phone instead of having it on the charger for three hours and it's just like, my phone's charged. This is 2018. Man, I want Zachary to leave by the charge my phone. <laughs> oh, shit! He's wearing a Wonder Woman shirt in this scene. He is! I didn't see that until he pointed it out. That's why we do this. That That's kid is my is the real hero of the story. Dude, he's wearing Wonder Woman. He is wearing Wonder Woman. That is awesome. So how far after the events of like Justice League does this actually take place? Who knows? Because <laughs> apparently there's already like actual merchandise for all the superheroes. I, I know that there was that was a thing in uh, BVS as well. There were Superman shirts in that, but... Suicide Squad. Was there? Oh, Suicide Squad. I think you're right. Yeah, that's right. You are right. Don't mind me. I want that David Ayer cut. Release the Ayer cut. Release the Ayer cut. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ready? All right. Resuming in three, two, one, go. Stop, Mark Strong. Mark Strong. 222. 222. Two, two. How many twos do you want in there? Well, there's four twos in that, so because you got two twenty-two, and then the next one's two two for two fifty-three. So, um, I'm digging the Mark Strong look. What's his name again, Drew? I forget. Uh, Doctor Savannah. There you Dr. go. Savannah, very nice. I'm digging the look. He looks like a he's, bad guy. 
He kind of has like this Lex Luthor kind of look to him, <laughs> not going to lie. And I love how Zach or Shazam's like trying to punch him and he's like, nope, you're not strong enough. Not today. I'm, I'm guessing like this is the Rocky Apollo Creed fight. Going to get his butt whooped. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is Rocky versus uh, Ivan Drago. <laughs> I was thinking Clubber Lang. Oh, could you imagine if Mr. T was in this movie? No. <laughs> Bruh, come on, we gotta get this. Come on, we gotta get we gotta get on this. Fun this. Fun the reshoots. Let's go. <laughs> I need the Snyder Cup for this for this scene. <laughs> we're, uh, we're gonna see like three months from now when the, or right after this movie comes out, we're gonna see like deleted scenes of Clubber Lang in this film. <laughs> Let's do it. Re- release the Sandberg cut. Taking all the credit. <laughs> all right, let's do this. We're at 222. Three, two, one, go. I love that they're, they're, they're like, they're out front about the match world. Transformation is nice and smooth. I love how they say bullet immunity. I've never heard that before. <laughs> Kids still getting those Instagram posts ready? So funny! Digging the logo. Shazam DC. That's clean. April 2019. Alright, let's do it one more time. I'm ready to do this again. Just one more time? Yes, just one more time. time. We got Aquaman to do after this. Yes, we do. So if anyone needs to stop with anything, I think I'm pretty good with it. Um, We can just you know, talk through it, so... Just absorb it. Just absorb it in your brain cavity. All right, starting from the very beginning in three, two, one, go. You run from foster homes in six counties. I can take care of myself. When you're 18, give these people a chance, because that's what they're giving you. I'm loving it. It's Christmas time. I'm not going to say that anymore, but I am. Christmas time makes everything better. Maybe hopefully this movie ends at like Christmas Day and they all have like a huge giant. Zachary Levi as Shazam as Santa Claus. That'd be so awesome. He just goes around. That's like the plot twist of the movie is that he's actually Santa Claus. Yes. Everybody chooses flight. You know why? So they can fly away from this conversation. No, because heroes fly. All heroes fly, obviously. Well, you need your fake family to stand they have a fine montage. Hey. Man, sorry about that. I guess that means Aquaman's not a real, real hero then. <laughs> he swims. He swims. <laughs> so you have this is the first time you've seen this trailer, right, Kyle? That's my third time. I hate you right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're off this podcast. Well, guys, I'll, I'll see you on the next episode, maybe, if Justin forgives me. Going back in the dungeon. But I don't know your name. Just got out of there, though. Shazam. Going back in. Shazam? Shazam! 
Okay, now, am I wrong that aren't all these kids gonna get their own powers, right? I don't know enough about uh, Shazam or Captain Marvel to say. I mean, yeah, I mean, you got the Shazam family where they all kind of do it. It looks like they're just kind of going with Billy for now. That could be something that they introduce in a, a sequel easily. Part of me is hoping that there's at least a little cameo from The Rock somewhere in this movie. Oh know. my god, yeah. that well, they're supposed to have, like, Superman in this film. You have bullet immunity! I'm bulletproof. <laughs> you're dead. <laughs> I love the way he says, you're dead. You're welcome, Rick. Hey, what's up? I'm a Yeah, that trailer just gives me good vibes all around. Absolutely. I'm all about that life right there. And now for the crown jewel, two minutes and 45 seconds long, Aquaman. You guys ready for this? Aquaman official trailer number one. And like this is your first time watching this, right, Kyle? First reaction. Just like with Shazam. I think I'm going to have my mind blown here. If, uh, the, if, the, if the Twitter reactions are anything to go off of. You might have an orgasm. You might, your brain might orgasm. I mean, it wouldn't be the first one today. Multiple orgasm for you, Kyle? I mean, I watched this amateur three times, so... Take that how you will. Listen, listen now, ladies. You need a guy <laughs> that can orgasm multiple times and not just a one-pump chump. True story. All right, so. <laughs> Shazam! Is that how? Is that how? When you're when you're finishing, you're like Shazam. I mean, you say that, but somewhere, someone has done that. You, you know it. He's just like, sup? I'm a superhero. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right, let's do it. We're All at... right, Aquaman trailer number one at the very beginning, starting in three, two. One, go. I'm digging that they're already at the lighthouse. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the idea of Jason Momoa doing a voiceover and seeing Nicole Kidman at the lighthouse. This is the Harry Potter sequence where Harry goes to the zoo and the... <laughs> Momoa badass as always. I just can't believe how good he looks. I'm loving the music. Your half -brother King Orm is about Patrick Wilson looks so good. The, only way to stop this the CGI is looking good. Looks fantastic. Trust me, I am no yeah, now with that attitude, Aquaman. <laughs> I love this music right here. Wow. My brother 
so good! The reason why we're not talking right now is because we're just trying to enjoy how amazing this is. So that was a Quidditch match. Holy shit! That was awesome. the war is Black mana! And I'm bringing the wrath of the seven seas with me. Can that please be the music? Please let that be the music. <laughs> Ours occurred being James Hatfield from Metallica. Yep. <laughs> that was two minutes and 45 seconds. It did not feel like two minutes and 45 seconds. That was like Lord of the Rings underwater. I know. I've been saying yeah. it for a year. It's Lord of the Rings meets Avatar, and no one listened to me. You're welcome, world. You are welcome. I've been saying it. I said it's going to be on like anything you've ever seen. I can go back and find those tweets. I can go James Gunn find those tweets from years ago. <laughs> And I swear, I said, this is going to be unlike any movie we've ever seen. We've all seen the superhero movie on land. We've seen tons of superhero movies, you know, out in space, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy. Superman's been out in space a number of times. Here we are. We're underwater, and it looks amazing. It looks yep. amazing. And not yep. only that, it makes me excited for Avatar, because Avatar is going to be primarily undersea as well. So, boom. I'm excited for this. I can't wait to break this down with you guys. So, we're at triple zeros. Ready to do this in three. Wait, 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 wait. Kyle, did you see that glass trailer? Yes. Okay, cool. I just wanted to make sure. (laughs) (laughs) I saw saw glass. (laughs) There's an ad for it in the back of like on the little sidebar. Glass. It's like, hey, did anyone else see that trailer? Side note, super pumped for glass. Just throwing it out there. The Shyamalan universe. (laughs) All right, let's do it. All right. Starting the Aquaman trailer again in three, two, one, go. My father was a lighthouse keeper. Stop! Nicole Kidman, she's back in the superhero universe after Batman Forever. So excited to have her back. And this is going to be a good movie this time. Well, I Stop that talk. I kind of <laughs> like Batman Forever. I don't like your character, but I like Batman Forever. <laughs> no, wait. It depends on the addition. Like, <laughs> this maybe maybe she's playing Chase Meridian. Maybe she's playing a psychiatrist in this. Oh one. my god! <laughs> Chase Meridian was a mermaid the whole time. <laughs> All right, let's get back to it. All right, starting from seven seconds. In... Well, hold up! Stop! 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 Uh, but... We see her. We see her. Uh, her tried. Her uh, tried it. Right. That's what they call that. Yes. Yeah. I didn't know this at the first time, but well, we see your. I guess technically, right technically, if it has like five prawns, it's what a pen something. Whatever. I don't know. It's a trident. We're gonna have to go with it. You can complain later, internet. <laughs> Resuming from seven seconds in three, two, one, go. Stop. We're at like ten seconds. We see uh, Arthur Curry's father putting. Um, like a sheet or like a blanket over his love. 
I'm digging it already. It looks like it's snowing out at a lighthouse, which is amazing imagery. Another uh, Christmas movie confirmed. <laughs> Could you just imagine if they, instead of using like a light, you just had like a Christmas tree with the Christmas tree lights and that goes around instead of like the giant light bulb inside of the lighthouse. It just has like red and green and blue. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> heard people like die hard so here's another tower of christmas on hey that's not a christmas movie okay you get out of here bruce, uh, bruce willis just said it wasn't did you see that no one cares what bruce willis says get out get out of here you and him are expelled from the show all right are you gonna uh, i gotta go to your to your uh dungeon. you gotta go to my dungeon now <laughs> okay we're at 10 seconds all right resume in in three two one go I'm loving the lighthouse. What's up with all these movies having bullies all of a sudden? <laughs> Stop. So we're at 29 seconds. I'm looking for a. I'm looking for Nagini. I'm not seeing Nagini. So. Where's Nemo? There's gotta be a clown fish in there somewhere. This is the sequel to Finding Nemo where they're looking for the dad. <laughs> it's the <laughs> the ending of the trilogy. <laughs> the, the, Dory and Nemo have to go find uh, Marlin. And uh, so they actually... They recruit they Aquaman. Actually, <laughs> they recruit Aquaman. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> the cl- the crossover I never knew I wanted until now. <laughs> all right uh yeah i i'm impressed with how much wildlife they can fit in that i'm li- i'm liking it because it kind of it kind of is reminiscent of that first poster we got no there's that awesome scene comic-con poster that i which i think should actually be the one sheet for you know when the you know when they're doing the theater press and everything like that's what we should see but i do like that even though clearly it was finding nemo, nemo ripped off but just saying, it still looks good. Disney um, are geniuses. <laughs> what do you think is in his little pack? He's got a backpack or like a pack, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Apples? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> is is Arthur known for having like like a? sentimental items with him or anything like that not that i know of he's got a snack pack that he's got to give like it's the scene in billy madison where he's like let me have your snack pack and he's got like like a pear or something he's like you know how bad they could beat you right you know what he's got some capri sun in there that's what he's got <laughs> that's perfect <laughs> this kid's got the best juice boxes with him <laughs> he may get bullied but they bully him for his capri sun it's all about that capri sun <laughs> all, right. all right i'm ready moving on from 29 seconds in three two one go they made me what i am and do we know stop 38 seconds continue do we know like who these guys are are these just like some terrorist organization i have no idea i thought this was a scene from uh uh the winter soldier 
Another distant crossover. What can I say? Um. <laughs> well, uh, the Aquaman Rebirth uh, Black Manta was. Uh, I'm gonna forget the name. Embarrass myself. But he was in charge of like the terrorist organization, so he had people working for him. They would take over ships like this. So it, it these very well could be Black Manta's guys, uh, or they could just be you know random thugs. But my guess is gonna be these are working for Black Manta. That would make a lot of sense. I hope so. Bring it all around. And then all of a sudden, Captain America shows up. You're like, what? Superhero crossover. <laughs> wow. I'd watch I it. Lo- I love, the, I love the, the bat turn that he does here because he can't move his neck. So he's got a bat turn <laughs> for 38 seconds. He's doing the bat <laughs> turn, guys. This is the bat turn. You know where he can't move his neck. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> I'm just waiting for this to all be part of a build up to uh, Justice League versus Avengers. Go. I was hoping this would be like Michael Keaton versus Aquaman. Michael Keaton versus Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> the dawn of the movie you never wanted to see. Until now. <laughs> All right. So we're going to be starting back up from 38 seconds in three, two, one, go. I got a little jump, jumpy on that one. Sorry. It's your own fault. She looks so good. Stop. Stop. We're at, well, 47 seconds where we see King Orm. Right? First off, 46, how, 46? Yeah, 46. How great does that look visually? Like, I, I, not to not to rip on Justice League, but, like, the biggest problem with the uh, anything underwater in that scene is how dirty it looked. Like, it didn't yeah. look clean. This looks picture perfect. That w- I'm so happy that you say that, because that was our biggest issue at the Justice League. We're just like... And everything looks murky. Like we can definitely tell we're underwater here. Yeah. <laughs> this is it's clean. Um, you, you know, you, I don't mind looking at this for possibly two or three hours at a time. Right. So, rather than just a couple minutes. Uh, if anything, the thing that looks maybe the worst in this scene is the way the cape is behaving. But everything else. Looks pretty good. It, to be honest, it is a little too overly CGI. However, I'm loving the idea of they're all on sharks yes they're riding sharks and they have laser beams i assume from austin powers right of course (laughs) what else would they be using (laughs) they have to have laser you can't have you can't be riding a shark without a shark having laser beams but i'm loving i'm loving the look of king orm i'm saying it right orm right orm okay I, I'm happy to see Patrick Wilson back in the DC universe. He was in Watchmen, and he looks good. I'm and I'm really happy. He is a fantastic actor. I'm glad that hit, see him, you know, transition from uh, as his career. I would say his career stalled, but you know, he did those horror films with James Wan before. You know, after you know Watchmen, he hasn't really had that major blockbuster hit since then. And he looks incredible. He looks really good. He definitely is in shape. And I'm looking forward to seeing more of... I just hope they don't kill him off like they do every villain ever. Yeah. So, we're at 46 he, he, seconds. Well, King Orm could be their Loki. I mean, I know it kind of fits just because of who the characters are, but he could be their Loki and how they use him. Right. He comes back, as plays the hero. One movie is a bit of a bad guy the next movie, but he should be around for a while if they use him right. Because if I were if I'm correct, Black Manta is truthfully the villain of this film, right? And they and he has to, and Arthur has to deal with 
his uh, brother's nonsense like yeah. kind of throughout. But Black Manta is the 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 overall villain, or am I cor- incorrect? I I believe you're correct. I mean, I know even with that Comic Con poster, it looks like uh, they're even throwing in Crush. So we're gonna have three villains uh, for what that's worth. But uh, King Orm is I wouldn't he he's really kind of one of those characters who kind of straddles the line between hero and villain. Sometimes he's just kind of a nemesis more than a straight up baddie. Right. And something we didn't talk about is how good Amber Heard is. I know we saw her briefly in Justice League. However, she really, I'm really excited to see that character, you know, really be played up in this film as someone who is not just a protagonist, but sort of an, she's to me, she's sort of an antagonist, you know, but not in the sense that she is, you know, you know, not happy that Arthur is rejecting his heritage, right? Yeah. Like that's that's how I'm kind of looking at it. Now, now, I'm not saying that she's a bad guy, but she is not, you know, not the, oh, you know, you have to find your own path, you know, Arthur, where she, whereas she's like, you need to, you know, you need to come and help us. Like, you are, it's kind of it, like how I look at it is we're getting the story of like Lord of the Rings, both the visuals of, uh, visuals of avatar i.e we're, we're seeing aragorn you know not yeah. wanting to accept his heritage we're seeing uh aragorn reject the idea of being the king he doesn't want to do it he is very adverse to doing that as arthur is in this story as well and you have you know similarities between uh mara and arwen uh, absolutely I wish I wish there was some way that we can manipulate it to like Mara is Arwen, kind of like in Harry Potter. <laughs> I am Lord Voldemort, kind of a thing. But you know, they have that they have that very interesting relationship, like Arwen and Aragorn, Mara and Arthur, where where Arwen really wants uh, Aragorn to take up the sword, to be the leader, to be the king, but he's so adverse to it because of you know things from the past. And I don't know a lot about the storyline for this. I know they, you know, the when it comes to, I, I know I've read a few, you know, Aquaman comics, but I'm not like deep in that universe. So maybe Drew, you can kind of like give a little bit more context to what maybe I'm trying to say here. No, I, I mean, I, I think you've hit the nail on the head. Um, it, it's, it's definitely, you know, the story of the reluctant King, of someone who didn't know, didn't know what his heritage was and is now learning it. So, I mean, imagine Aragorn, if he didn't know who he was and how, like taking that story back, even a few years before fellowship of the rings, finding the stuff out about himself. Uh, and it's a bit sped up, but I think, I, I, I think the comparison is really, really good because that's what we're, that's what we're seeing and it's playing out really nicely. I think. Right. And that's why, that's why I, I, like I was told like a year ago, this is the feel of it. And I, and I posted, it's like, I'm, we're going to get this, you know, very Lord of the Rings, you know, Tolkien ass storyline, but is the Jeff Johns, you know, that familiar, you know, story that he's told, but we're going to get the visuals of James Cameron and, and Avatar, 
So I'm really I'm lo- I'm really looking forward to, you know, the storyline and then the, you know, the aesthetic and the visuals, you know, me- merging and interconnecting because this is a story that needs to be told. It's going to, you know, this is one of those movies that people are going to go see again. It's going to be a huge, massive hit. People are going to go see this movie again and again and again because it's unlike anything they've ever seen. Like, they've seen Guardians of the Galaxy. They've seen, you know, a Batman film. They've seen Superman fly in space. We've never been to a film, really, that's been underwater. I know that there's been a few films that have dealt with water, but nothing on this massive scale. And you can see it. And we're going to get to that point. So we are at 46 seconds. Before we move on, is William Defoe's character supposed to still be in this? Yes. They're not going to cut... They're not going to do, you know, make the mistake of cutting Willem Dafoe's character from uh, from this film again. They realize of what an asset he is as an actor. Yeah. I don't know the reasoning. Be- I don't know the reason behind them cutting it. Maybe they save, you know, save him for uh, for this film. But we have not seen like an official still. We have not seen. We don't see him in this film. But I believe the character he's playing is Drew. Do you know what character he's playing? He's playing Volko, which is basically the king's right hand man, and he's going to be Arthur's right hand man. So he's pretty significant. Yeah. Well, particularly right now in Rebirth, he's kind of really taken on a, a, a huge role in that comic. So I, I, yeah, he's 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 going to play a huge part in this movie. If he doesn't, I'd be shocked. I I, I truly believe that he's going to. I think they're. I think what they're trying to establish is the world, and then the, what, how this trailer really works. I know we're supposed to be breaking it down, but really, re, what really is working for me in this trailer is the fact that we are seeing the world being established. We get to see the on-land world. You know, James Wan is trying to, uh, to you know, establish. You know, you know, the war between the ocean. And the you know the people on land, and we're get, we're getting to see you know the underwater kingdoms and the different races and all that. And I think they're trying not to oversaturate you know with all the different characters. This is Aquaman's story with Mera, with King Orm, with Black Manta. So not to get into the geopolitical side because that's what Vocal is. Correct? He's more like the a political advisor to. Absolutely. So we're at forty six seconds. All right. Resume in in three, two, one, go. King Orm is about to declare war upon the surface world. Loving the CGI right here with that giant, you know. That could have easily looked really bad, but it looked pretty decent. Stop. One twelve. It's right yeah. as we see Avatar underwater. That's um, just insane. Very impressive I visuals. Love, I love, I love, I love, I love this music. And I hope this is part of the theme that Rupert Gregson Williams uses in Aquaman. I know that he's scoring it. We heard his score from Wonder Woman, which was amazing. I know it was threaded from, you know, the Hans Zimmer Junkie XL score, but that score was amazing. It has, if they use the score, I, someone told me, I don't know if this is true or not, but I was given a little, 
you know, little insight that maybe this is going to be part of the score for the, you know, the music that we hear in Aquaman, the Aquaman trailer is going to be actually part of the score that we hear in Aquaman. I don't know if anyone else has heard that, but that's what I've been, you know, what I've been told. And if that's true, that's amazing because it feels very Daft Punkian. feels amazing. I'd be all for it. It sounds, I mean, it, it, fits the visuals really well it, it sounds amazing and you're and not just talk, talk about the score as it is because you know i'm huge in the into but look at the visuals you are seeing it underwater city we're seeing a civilization a kingdom underwater and it's not and it's not just you know a few little here's you know here's a you know a shellfish here's you know a fish here we're actually seeing it looks like you know I don't an underwater building or underwater skyscraper and it looks amazing. I'm loving the blues and the purples and the overall aesthetic of this film so far. Are we ready to go on? I'm ready. Does anyone have anything less to say about this? Cause I know it's, it's going to really do a lot of quick stops here in the next, you know, 35, 40 seconds. Yeah. I love it. So awesome. I want to see more. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Resuming from one twelve, in three, two, one, go. It is badass. I'm loving the music. And I love their reaction, like it's like it's Quidditch. <laughs> hey, Aquaman's doing heroic things, what? and he's smiling. Came to save my home and the people that I love. You think you're unworthy to lead because you're of two different worlds? Stop. Okay, we're at one forty-eight. When they just jump, you see him jump off, and they're, but it's like you see the ship. And you see, like, all these, like, different, like, sea creatures on the ship. And there's that, like, red thing. Drew, do you know what that red thing is? It's kind of hard to see it. it. It's got to be something from the comics, right? I mean, my... My guess, I mean... Because they're they're pulling so much stuff from everywhere. I mean, it, it, my initial reaction is like, oh, it might be like the trench or something. But I, I mean, it seems like such a deep pull. But who knows? I love this visual though. Like we're seeing, like it looks kind of like snowy, but it's like this thick rain. And there, you see them jumping into the. I I can't tell what those. They, they look like sea pirates. Yeah, it's the Flying Dutchman's crew from Pirates of the Caribbean. That's what's up. I hate those movies, so please never mention them again. I'm back to I'm going, I'm going back to the dungeon now, guys. Please, we're at 148. <laughs> Resuming in three, two, one, go. That is exactly why you are worthy. That was awesome. I'm loving to see the ra- different races. The war is coming to the surface. Black man, to stop. <laughs> It's just so beautiful. <laughs> Can you? I, I, I'm just flabbergasted. We live in a world where I'm seeing that. Like a man on, a on the big screen. 
it's crazy and he he, he does it, it it looks like black man and it looks like it fits it's just couldn't be happier yeah. i can't believe how good it looks they nailed the look of the costume for sure like this is like a, i'm never speechless when i see costumes but i'm speechless I, I have no words. Like, I can't say anything of intelligence on how amazing this looks. <laughs> oh, that looks so good. And then, like, in the next shot that comes right after that, like, it's actually, like, a more bright-looking area. It looks even better in that. Like, it they sh- so they well shot light. a DC film in the, in the sunshine? What is this madness? And then the laser beams coming out of his eye too. Like what the hell? It's fantastic. Yep, it is very fantastic. Ready? All right. Resuming from two o three, in three, two, one, go. And I'm bringing the wrath of the seven seas with me. Had kind of that scene had kind of had like an Assassin's Creed feel to it. Aquaman. And there's jokes. They got jokes. <laughs> I'm ready to go for the final time. All right. So starting the third go through of the trailer sure. in three, two, one, go. I'm just loving the visuals. I'm loving how everything looks. I just can't explain that enough or say that enough. Looks amazing. The camera movements, the overall aesthetic of the film, the production designs, top notch. Remember when everything was that night in gray? Remember? I remember that. Looks, I'm I'm just speechless. I don't know what else to say. Your half brother King Orm is about to declare war upon the surface world. I'm definitely loving all the different sea creatures. Like we see seahorses, the sharks. Trust me, I am no Big old octopus there a second ago. And he just breaks that sword in half. Is that that's the gold suit, right? We just see the gold suit. It looks like a gold suit. Apparently there's an extended version of this trailer that gives an even better look at it. There's an extended trailer? That's what people on Twitter are saying. Yeah, it's like six minutes long. What? Why are we not, why are we not recording for that? Is it even Wait, online? Was, I don't think no, Comic-Con only. Dang. I'm loving that train training montage too. And I love the looks that they both that Mara and Arthur are giving each other. Like, I love you. I love you too. Let's get married. That was awesome. Assassin's Creed. Telling you that's what it looks like. Can you imagine we live in a world where Black Manta looks that good? Unreal. 
classic redheads. <sighs> so overall thoughts on the overall, if you were to grade Shazam, this Shazam trailer, the Titans trailer, and the Aquaman trailer, Drew, what would you give each individual trailer a grade of? Uh, well, let's. I'll give A's to both Aquaman and Shazam. I, they both just made me completely happy. I have no, no nothing negative to say about either of them, honestly. Uh, Titans trailer. Um, I'm not even going to agree. I'm just going to say I'm going to keep watching the Shazam and Aquaman <laughs> ones over and over again. Because those made me happy. I choose happiness. <laughs> I give this watch something else out of 10. <laughs> Kyle, grades? Uh, I'd I'd probably give Shazam a solid A. Probably also give Aquaman a solid A, and then yeah, like maybe a D for Titans. I give Titans a D minus. I give Shazam an A, and Aquaman an A plus. That's what I would do. All those like the trailers. The Shazam trailer showed you enough. It got you excited. There was some humor. There was some lightheartedness. But it felt like an actual teaser trailer where they're not showing you a lot. They have established yeah. the world. Whereas the Aquaman was like full-on first trailer where they're like, here's this. Here's this. This is the world. Here's the villain. You know, it just looks so good. I mean, Both trailers look good. <laughs> Aquaman so. comes out in five months. Are you more hyped for Aquaman now, Kyle? Are you hyped for Aquaman now? Honestly, I'm more hyped for Shazam. Really? Why? Why is that? Just because you you like that lightheartedness? I like that lightheartedness. I mean, I'm going to go see Aquaman. I'm going to like Aquaman probably, but Shazam actually seems like it's offering something a bit unique to me. I don't know. It's just my personal preference. Aquaman for me, for sure. So the best news uh, is we get to see both. So yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that's just uh it's gonna be a great year to be a DC fan. It's always a great year to be a DC fan. Well, last year was kind of rough sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you said it, I didn't. <laughs> when uh have they said when they're trying to shoot for having Wonder Woman eighty four come out? Is that a twenty nineteen movie or is that twenty twenty? I think they said 2019, right? Yeah, it's uh, November 2019. November 20. November 5. They did show some footage today. So, uh, where she like fights in a mall and everything looks like 1984. So, it's like the opposite of X-Men Apocalypse. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Which weirdly enough, they just they also announced uh Joker's 2019 as well. That comes out just October, just a couple weeks October. before Wonder Woman. Yeah. Yeah, October 4th. So 20 days before my 31st birthday. Yeah, I'm that old. It'll still be in theaters <laughs> when one woman hits. It'll be a nice uh, build-up to Wonder Woman, that film. And I think they just said that Robert, not Robert, not Robert Downey Jr., but Robert De Niro, I said Robert Downey Jr. Robert <laughs> De Niro has been cast in uh, really? the Joker movie. Like, really? That's official, so... I he's I done nothing but dog shit since. <laughs> I keep thinking it's a stupid idea, but then they keep doing stuff, and I'm just like, well, that seems interesting. He's done nothing but dog shit, so he has to do like a movie like this. Yeah. 
So, all right, I'm good. Like, it is what it is. Like, I still don't understand it. I'd much rather have Batman the Joker, but it is what it is. I mean, we're all going to go see it, so. Anything else to say before we... Episode 117 is in the books. Is it December yet? <laughs> uh, nice, guy. Nice. It is not December. It is July. Damn. We're almost there. Wake me up with September's over with. Did you just start singing Green Day? No. Okay. (laughs) That's going to be it for 117. Uh, So you can find me on social media. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Batman Shanley. You can follow Kyle on Twitter at Looting Kyle. You can follow Drew on Twitter at Drew underscore Keese, K-I-E-S-S. And you can follow our uh, Shailen on Batman Twitter at Shailen on Bat. You can also find us on Facebook, uh, the Shailen on Batman podcast.